Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And what, what, what was the deciding factor to, to switch and say, here I am, world? <laughs> So in the background, so I lived a corporate life. I did um, corporate IT for many years um, and just looked at the the world and said, God, you know, I'm working so hard and I've tried so hard and I was loving what I was doing, but realized at some point there's going to be a ceiling and sure. you see, you know, the bottom lines and the profits for these large organizations that you work for because um, all that information is public and you're like, I how, how do I situate myself to a point where I don't have to have a ceiling? And I think the harsh reality of it was there is. So during this tenure um, in corporate IT. So in IT, background, you, you have to be the hottest IT person of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I found out <laughs> that I needed to dress like a third grade teacher to get my point across sometimes. Um, just to, yeah, just to makes make sense actually. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. All right. Welcome back, fellow Lushes, to another episode of Cocktail. I forgot the name again. <laughs> Bye. The it's the cocktails with him. Wait, no, it's I can't. I can't what? I can't remember the name of this podcast anymore. We got to shorten this thing. It's too long. Six it, words is too many. It is a lot. I know, but it, it should just be. It, how about just cock dimples in the beard? Dimples cock in the beard. Dimples cock in the beard. Dimples cock in the beard. Let's change it up. I think. I mean, it, I don't want. We can't rebrand now. We're about. We're about to. Blah, blah. We can't, uh, we can't rebrand now, but people know. Had we known it was going to turn into this, what it is instead of what it was when we started, we probably just would have called it Dimples in the Beard. So, uh, well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But the original concept was to just get drunk and drink. talk about drinks. So, yeah. So there, there it is. So, I mean, I think we're going to get so big that people are going to cut it down to just Dimps in the Beard and Dimps, Dimps and B. Dimps in the B. The Beard's Gimp. Just gonna, every episode you'll be sitting over there in a black fucking rubber bodysuit. You'll have to unzip the fucking ah. Uh, what what question do you? <laughs> Zip it back up. Welcome back, fellow <laughs> luscious, to another episode of Cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. What do I say every time? Another beautiful woman. How do we how do we keep doing this? How do we keep talking them in talking them into this? Well, they take one look at me and they say, we want to be on there. That's usually what it is. Yeah. Well, especially with that porn stash. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense now. It completely makes sense. Doesn't we, it? You know, we've, we've, I mean, the three, the three women we've talked to this week, all, all do some content on OnlyFans, and they probably saw your mustache and went, that guy knows what we're up to. <laughs> he seems like a professional in our business. They're looking me up to hire me as talent. So would you stunt cock on OnlyFans? Hell yeah. Yeah. 
I would if I was single for sure. What if you're a stuntcock? How does she know? I'm just going out of town on business. Well, I'm not. I wouldn't do that. I'm a. I'm a honorable gentleman who um, loves mm-hmm. with all his heart and all his penis. So, so yeah, maybe she give you. Maybe she'll give you permission as long as you don't show your face. No, I've already asked. <laughs> um. Anyway, so <laughs> so tonight we're joined by uh, no. um right away boom by Mrs. Milford and and I, I believe. This episode will probably come out a week after we you see an episode with Mrs. Andy, and uh, and you've already seen our episode with ASMR Maddie. Mm-hmm. So now I can tell you all, go find their content because these three these shoot ladies. OnlyFans content together. They do. You know what that means? And with guests, that means so, six trying to be beautiful guest. boobies. <laughs> you know, you're not seeing double. Six of them. There's six of them there. Six of them, and they are all. Yeah, so they do. They, they, that's part of the fun. Uh huh. I know. They all know each other. They all work together. They work together with an additional male. I know that. And that, then sometimes that one they just like to have fun amongst themselves. How would you like to be that one, the dude who gets to be the sick patient and the one where they're all nurses? I'm sick. I'm feeling sick. I know. Get your nurses. The only, the only problem is, did you watch it? Because do you know how they took his temperature? That's right. <laughs> You'd, yeah. you'd allow that in that video? Sure. I didn't think you were into the butt stuff. No, but three beautiful women say, well, they're going to stick. What if the thermometer is like that big around? Whatever they want. Really? Whatever they want. Really? Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to tell Mrs. Well, Milford if, it, if, if, if it, they need somebody to shoot that scene, you are available because you are single. Because what's, what's the alternative? Not doing they it. They just walk, they leave. Yeah. Well, well, fuck. But what if that's the only thing that that involves is you get. A oh, and then, then they leave? Yes. Then. Well, I mean, I. They, they they try to make you uh, finish with the giant thermometer in the... Just that, or they, they help it along a little bit? No, it's possible. Mm, you can, interesting. You, you can come without dick yeah, touches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, you know your lines? Interesting thing. Never keep a pretty lady waiting. And we won't. Without further ado, Mrs. Milford. Oh, look at that. We will hold the... <laughs> There we go. There it is. Oh, perfect. Did I tell you she did I tell you she sent a message and said, Is it okay if I have this background behind me? And <laughs> then she's I'm like looked at the background and went, Yeah, it's more than okay. That's beautiful. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, was yeah. that real? Yeah, that's real. And that's just a little bit of it. So we have <laughs> I don't call it a problem. I'm just call it a very uh expensive habit, kind of like golf, but yeah. more delicious. <laughs> oh my gosh i'm in awe i i am in awe and if you're a big time golfer you spend more money than you've spent on whiskey so 100 percent. so there's really a cost savings in there right exactly yeah, plus sure. whiskey's more fun than golf anyway oh yeah so did you did you just build your house around all that whiskey <laughs> i know so so we're like we don't need like most houses have like a formal dining area yeah. and that's just not how we roll we never have so we're like we have adult children we eat over the sink and so why don't we just turn this into like the bar area and we're big fans of like the speakeasy feel yeah. so yes. that's kind of what like this is this is probably the room we spend the most time in is there a oh. is there a password to get in uh no but there should be, there should be. Yeah. I, I am implementing that maybe. yeah yeah i just went to a speakeasy last weekend nice had had the the whole thing the whole get you know text them get a password yeah. bartender was all the cap and oh it was so much fun I love those. It's always such an experience. And I love when they like they're in character. There's one um, yep. called Hanson's Shoe Repair. If you're ever in um, the Orlando area, 
Oh, I'll be there in June. Yeah, do it. Tiny, tiny place. You have to get the password from their Twitter. Okay. And there's no, there's no vodka there. So like, it's only whiskey. Okay. Oh, even better. Yeah. I'm gonna I'll hide my drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you tonight. Thank you. Right on. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Cheers to you. All right. It's delicious. <laughs> Wow, that, that that's crazy. There, there was actually a whiskey there that he said, "Oh, nope, you can't have it. You're not a member." Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, Weller's, I think it was. Oh, was it Weller Twelve? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy. I, think that, I think I have a bottle in here somewhere so. in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weller's probably one of my favorites. I'm drinking Willett's Pot still tonight, but Weller's up there. It's just hard to find. Like that scarcity is real. He, yeah, I believe he had to go to Chicago to get it or something like that. Yeah. So, wow. So, that's crazy. So, how many, do you have any idea how many bottles are there? I think we took an inventory around Christmas time, and I want to say there's around 200. Okay. And that's, that's about eight years worth of collecting and searching. It's almost like this adrenaline wash, yes. rush, right? When you, you find one, we actually went to Kentucky of all these years collecting for the first time last year. Oh, nice. Did Bardstown. We didn't do like the full like um, bourbon trail that's on our list. Maybe this year. We'll see. Um, but now it's just like a challenge. And it's funny that we find these amazing bottles in like the tiniest little towns, like privately owned liquor stores. So yeah, like people with lottery tickets, if we see a tiny liquor, liquor store that's an off brand, we go in and, and check out the whiskey section. That's nice. Awesome. Okay. That's awesome. That can be a fun little hobby. Yeah. Do fun little road trips and just look for. That's cool. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. It'd be just fun to do that, to seek out. And to try them, a hundred percent. Yeah. Is there any that you haven't opened that you like are uh, saving for a special occasion to open, or? So yeah, there's three bottles here that I I look at and salivate and go, God, just one day, please tell me one day we can drink it. Um, we <laughs> we have um Evan Williams twenty three year, mm-hmm. which probably is going to hit like a hammer. I mean that that is. <laughs> That is some old, old bourbon. I mean, when you think about what evaporates and what's left in that barrel, it's <laughs> probably going to have some punch to it, but like, you just can't help but wrap your head around that. Um, we have a uh, Midsummer's Night uh, Dram, uh, which that hasn't been cracked yet, but that's like a limited release. It comes out, they have a, a Midsummer and a Midwinter that comes out every year. It's just, mm. again, hard to find. So that's a bottle sure. I would personally like to try because I love the distillery it comes out of. And I will say that the Boss Hogs that we have up here. So Boss Hog is a limited release done by a uh, distiller called Whistle Pig and actually based out of Vermont. So if you're a rye person, I highly recommend it. It's got a nice maple finish to most of their their releases without being overly sweet. And then they'll do special releases. Like they have um, a farm stock rye up there that's a little higher proof. Uh, Very, very good. Um, And they'll do a new one every single year. So do you have a, do you have a price limit on the, on, on your, on the bottles or <laughs> if you run, you know what? <laughs> nope. Uh, I don't know. I like to like the, my daily drinkers are usually 50, $60 and under. Yep. Um, it's just, that's where my palate is. I'm a, I'm really a bourbon girl. So that 90 to a hundred proof pot still, that's kind of where my money zone is, but I do appreciate a high barrel proof every now again, like the Knob Creek single barrel. I think that's around $75. That's like 120, 125 proof. Oof, um, but, it drinks, oh, but it's sneaky. It will, it, it does not drink. <laughs> so that's a, that's a beware. You got to yeah. remember that's one and a half usual pours. 
Okay. Yeah, that's a, but, where did the obsession start? Like, <laughs> with you? Um, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just became a thing. I, you I, turn around, all of a sudden you had a hundred bottles of whiskey. You're like, how did this happen? <laughs> and she didn't. She didn't flinch at the word obsession. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's kind of a blur. I mean, I started drinking vodka when I was younger. And as I got older, I started, you know, trying to introduce my palate to other things. Um, tequila and I just don't get along really well. We tried a few times. It's just not going to work out for us. Sure. Um, I just started gravitating toward whiskey. I think I started with like, like a honey, when the honey whiskey first came out, that's what I started with. And it was easy to drink on my palate. And I started drinking that over the rocks, letting it melt, have a little water back. Yep. But I started to find that I didn't like the sweetness after you know about a year or so that I liked what happened on the back end of it. So I started trying whiskeys. I tried Canadian whiskeys, Irish whiskey, scotch. I actually really got into scotch first. Um, I, I was a fan of the peatiness. So I went from really sweet to highly peated. And now like I'm somewhere in the middle. So, okay. yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's been 15 years in the making, I think. And, and no looking back and years no. to come, 15 more to no. go. No, I mean, when I die, give me my coffee and my bourbon and that's all I need to go in the next life. <laughs> yeah. So is, is, is there any other liquor on that, in that wall, or do you even allow it in your house? There, there is. So there are a few, a handful of tequilas that have surprised me over the years. I can't say that I sip them with regularity. But um, Adictivo makes a really great tequila that's got this nice creamy vanilla finish to it. It doesn't mm. drink like a tequila, and I think that's why I like it. Um, Classe Azul is up there, which is another one that's got a vanilla creamy finish to it. And um, a really cool one out of Mexico, Dos Artes, which is absolutely incredible. Sips like water. It's You can actually taste the agave in it, which I've never had that experience with tequila because it was me... And Jose, you know, right. in my life, which was not, not cute. <laughs> Probably why I like that intro is a little bit of a blur. Um, but there, there are a few up there. Okay. Some, the vodka will keep like under the, the <laughs> bar and like tease people about when they come over in the rum. But I mean, I'm a Florida girl, so I have to have rum here too. Like you just can't live in Florida and not have a bottle of rum. Sure. True. Yeah. Okay. My, I guess my most, my expensive bottle was I bought a bottle of the Jack Daniels Frank Sinatra select when. Ooh. with the vanilla uh it's uh -huh. got a vanilla added to it um and i haven't cracked that yet i've i've, I've had one sip of it from somebody else but i, uh -huh. I don't know when i want to open it I, I just don't know because i don't want it to go away <laughs> right exactly and once you open it um i learned this recently that you're supposed to drink drink it within six to 12 months because otherwise the flavor oh. profile changes completely yeah so i'm looking at somebody's bottles i'm like well we're gonna have a bender weekend <laughs> <laughs> because i've been open for a while we got three or four of these that need to go fast wow i did i did not know that so that's interesting i, I learned that in uh bardstown this year okay yeah hmm. interesting well i'll have to keep that in mind but that, that's weird the scotty one it anyways it yeah, doesn't I'm seem like it has a real good seal one of these so but is that is how this probably started is like if i can't find another bottle i don't know that i want to crack that one so that's what here up are dusties those are sure the one and dones sure yeah. one and dones perfect okay so we'll have to we'll have to plan for that anyways <laughs> all right now now we can introduce mrs mallory or mrs milford we because did, we, haven't, no, we haven't even <laughs> done that yet. we started talking whiskey and didn't even get to that so mrs okay. milford thank you so much for, for you are more on. you are more important than whiskey so <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I wouldn't be, you know, offended if I wasn't. You know, that's, that's a tough race for me. I appreciate you guys having me on. This is yeah, uh, we, uh, 
we feel like we're, we're completing the trifecta tonight. Yeah. We've, we've talked with Maddie. We talked with Andy and now we're talking with you. So <laughs> I <laughs> love Andy, it. Andy was just last night. Uh, no, two nights ago, two nights ago. Yeah. yeah. Those are some awesome ladies right there. Yeah. Yeah. Them. We got, yeah. I don't, Oh, I remember we stumbled upon Maddie because she did the, the ASMR for Bert Kreischer. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and I'm a big fan. We're big fans. So I messaged her just yeah. hoping and she got back to us. And uh, and then through her, you know, found you yeah. guys, and we're like, oh well, let's try. I mean, let's try see if they'll come on. So I love Perfect. it. I love it. Three degrees of separation. Let's right, do it. Right, right. It's funny. So um, we've been huge Bert Kreischer fans for years and years and years. I remember when he was still doing like the small club tour, and we'd go out and hang out with him. Oh, There's nice. probably a dozen pictures of me standing there with my shirt <laughs> up with him. <laughs> like way back in the day so <laughs> uh, you know the people appreciate that <laughs> Bert, yeah. i'm sure Bert does too i'm sure Bert does and i'm sure the people looking probably i uh, would prefer <laughs> one show we showed up i had nipple pasties made with his um his uh avatar from twitter <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> so, perfect that is oh, yeah. awesome yeah That's it was so a good cool one. Um, so how long have you known uh, Maddie and Andy? Oh, man. Um, so I think Andy and I have known each other for the better part of six years now. Okay. Um, we met in a mutual social circles, um, had mutual friends, um, just absolutely loved her. The first time we met um, her and her husband, like the four of us just got along like gangbusters. And then I met Maddie through Andy. Okay. Uh, about a, I want to say about a year ago, maybe about a year ago this time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and just like two peas in a pod they're just absolutely wonderful and she's a fascinating human too true yeah true. yeah she's got a lot going on and uh we we're i mean we're oh, lucky yeah. we got some of her some of her you know candies here that we've you know oh yeah partake oh in. yeah those are le- <laughs> those are legit <laughs> yes they I, are i'm a little scared of the delta yeah i'm scared of the delta eights like a little bit <laughs> they uh they pack a punch they i mean it's a nice high it's it's nice so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We uh we were we were in Nashville back in October and we actually ran into her just accidentally at the comedy club when we were when we were in Nashville. So yeah, yeah. that's we're, awesome. We're standing in line. Isn't she went she... walking by, and you and, and she stood out. Yeah. You recognize it. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't like she's probably one of the most beautiful humans I've I, I've met in person on the planet. And what I love about her is she is authentic. the The person you see is the person you get. Like she's yeah. genuinely that nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's certainly what we found out, and and uh, it, yeah, what you see of her on camera is not fake. It's not like that's yeah. who she is, and yeah. and uh, that's why it's easy to fall in love with her. That you know, just like that, like she's just, I mean, so yeah. sweet and so you know, so well. And now we're yeah. falling in love three more times, or two more, two times. more times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. We're gonna have you guys all sorts of Twitter pated. I love it. <laughs> well, we said, and we and we said uh, we're we've we've interviewed more people from Nashville than any it other like city. That you know we've got a couple comedians a couple musicians so the yeah. next time we're in nashville we want to like get everybody together <laughs> oh yeah so. <laughs> absolutely now i'm sad i don't live in nashville but welcome to the shit show that is florida oh i thought oh, that's were... right oh well, i thought she you just were in nashville that. too okay yeah no a lot of people think so because we we operate in a lot of the same circles and do a lot of like activities together sure um, yeah. well, i'm actually i'm actually a native floridian so i'm extra weird Okay. All right. Well, that explains the Burt Kreischer fascination. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Where that Burt Kreischer fascination is what I'm trying to say. As well. Yeah, he, he's one of our one of our um yeah, one of ours for sure. 
that 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 explains it um and and ca- him or just comedy in, in general oh gosh we love uh comedy in general i think it's something i i don't know life needs a lot of levity to it and it's wonderful when you can find something that provides that to you because let's face it there's a lot of shit that goes on in this world uh, yeah. Uh, but we're yeah i mean dave williamson brad williams um eliza schlesinger uh we saw oh god what's her name she's young taylor tomlinson oh yeah she's a little dark and twisted perfect and like that, yeah you but... don't see it coming out of her either she looks like yes. she's out there and be telling the squeaky clean jokes and <laughs> yes she's adorable she's tiny she looks so innocent and then all of this stuff this mess comes out of her mouth and it's <laughs> so intelligent at the same time it blows my mind like i, I absolutely fascinated with her right now well, if you get if you get a chance, our our friend Chase O'Donnell, her special came out today. So, Ooh. yeah, she's Man. she's hilarious. She she tours Chase with a, tours with Christina P quite a bit. So, oh, I I love her too. I loved her on when she was doing the podcast with um Dr. Drew. They yeah. did, uh, late night after dark, and I'm not gonna lie, like I'm I'm a child of the 80s and 90s. Totally had a crush on him. He's still hot today. Yeah, like, this is true. This is true. Like, a little yeah. undeniable and their chemistry on that show was incredible yeah yeah well and yeah. and chase o'donnell's on on the show as well with dr drew and they they have a uh, very good chemistry not not the same no. a, a different yeah. aspect but it's very funny okay oh yeah, i can't wait yeah you could tell chase isn't as comfortable being as yeah. open as christina but he gets it out of her so <laughs> yeah 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 christina yeah she's there's no filter there oh for sure it. yeah she's she, great she, we saw her when we were in Nashville and she was uh, working on new material and she is completely off the rails. Now she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> she is saying yeah. what she wants, how she wants to say it. So <laughs> it's fantastic. I, think I love that. I think it just I, got better. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think part of like, for me, I look at that and I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. Yeah. 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 Never tried comedy. Would you ever, would you try it? Oh, no, open no, no, mic no. or something? No, I would probably pass out from my <laughs> anxiety of having to do it. And which is funny because in my previous life, I was kind of a public speaker. Oh. So, but I was very like methodical and process driven and like I had an objective and I, I wrote my own stuff, but like, I'm not, I, I think I'm funny, but I don't think I'm that kind of funny. And I don't know that I would do well under pressure. Like people heck- heckling me in the audience, like I might actually cry. I I really I really do have feelings and (laughs) it would be hard for me yeah I I hear you there we uh I I don't yeah I don't think I could ever do we get when we when we've had comedians on they they assume we're comedians and I'm no we're not no the only way I could talk to people is this way so (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's mad respect that's an immense amount of pressure too like you're you're so vulnerable up there yeah. And it's, I mean, if, yeah. if everybody's laughing, it's one thing that, you know, I assume those nights are, I mean, not easy, but fairly easy. It's when you, you know, you say the same jokes you said the night before that got big laughs and everybody just sits there and stares. Like, yeah. I can't imagine what that feels like. No, but you'd probably get it a lot. I would yeah. <laughs> thousand percent. <laughs> We've, I'm sweating so, thinking about it. So, oh my God. <laughs> so it seems like you're, you're more comfortable behind the camera then. I am. Well, I not am. behind the camera. Sure. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I meant not in front of a live audience, but performing in front in, of the camera. In front of a camera, not an audience. Correct. Correct. Yeah. No. You're very natural. No, definitely... <laughs> Thank you. No, um, I actually have um, 
you know, some public speaking background. Um, I used to dance when I was younger, like not like exotically, because I am not that graceful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good cocktail. Well, I've seen some rather non-graceful exotic dancers in my time. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. Same. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I thought of when I was like, could I do this for a living? I mean, it really has become in a lot of circles, just them walking around the stage, putting your <laughs> putting boobs in your face. I mean, yeah. they really don't really dance anymore. We'll see. And if I knew that, maybe my career choice would have been different. <laughs> but um, no, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know that I could do that. Okay. So public speaking, that's, yeah. that's interesting. And that's what your, your former life. And then at one point you switched careers. Oh yeah. But like pivot 180. That's kind of on brand for me though. So. Okay. And what, when... what, what was the deciding factor to, to switch and say, here I am world. <laughs> So in the background, so I lived a corporate life. I did um, corporate IT for many years um, and just looked at the, the world and said, God, you know, I'm working so hard and I've tried so hard and I was loving what I was doing, but realized at some point there's going to be a ceiling and sure. you see, you know, the bottom lines and the profits for these large organizations that you work for because um, all that information is public and you're like, I how, how do I situate myself to a point where I don't have to have a ceiling? And I think the harsh reality of it was there is. So during this tenure um, in corporate IT. So in IT, background, you, you have to be the hottest IT person of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I found out <laughs> that I needed to dress like a third grade teacher to get my point across sometimes. Um, just to, yeah, just to makes make sense comfort. actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in the background, so I've always been very sex positive, very in touch with my sexuality. And I realized like in my teenage, early adulthood that not a lot of people are like, there was very awkward social conversations and I get shut down pretty quick or mocked. And I'm like, fuck, okay, people are not ready for this. Yeah. So let, let's tamper that down a little bit. Yeah. So, but it's always been there. And in the background during my tenure in corporate IT, my husband and I started uh, sex positive businesses uh, okay. store, and we actually have a uh, sex positive podcast too. So this oh. is all happening like on the down low during this tenure, but it became such a large part of our lives. And I met a few people on this side of the industry and I had a conversation and I was like, look, when I was in high school, I really had a legitimate thought that, you know, I'm going to go to college and do all these things. But if it doesn't work out, could I, could I strip? Could I do porn? Like it could, could I do those things? Because I'm really passionate about sexuality. I don't yeah. know why. It's just a mechanism that's always existed in me. Um, and I've learned as I've gotten older, not to be ashamed of it. Yeah. And oh, cause sex, because sex is fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, I love that there's so much more open conversation about it today than there was 10 years ago, yeah. not just for myself, but like for my kids. So they don't have to shelter and, and feel ashamed for being whoever they want to be out there, as long as you're not hurting anybody. So meeting people on this side of the industry and having like these really raw conversations, I just, I sat down and I'm like, look, I think I could do this. Like, I at least want to try. I've always wanted to be my my own boss and operate independently. Um, I'm a very independent human by nature, like self-sufficient. That's, that's basically how I was raised. That's how I got through like young adulthood. And I just wanted to give it a shot and I'll be damned. It's kismet. Like it was just kind of meant to be. I'm having the time of my life and I'm probably working harder than I ever have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. 
Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. And that was the, yeah, the pun was intended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I love it. Like I, I'm almost addicted to it. It's, it's so much fun. Um, I, I don't know. I think I feel like it was meant to be at least for now and in, in this time and space. Yeah. So how long ago did you tran- make the transition? So I decided about a year ago, but I squirreled and prepped because I'm a, I'm a planner and a prepper for about three months and talked myself out of it like six times before I pulled the trigger. So I started officially launched July 1st last year. Oh, okay. Wow. So you've, I- you've created quite the uh, following in a year Correct. and a half worth of time. That's a, that's awesome. Thanks. That's, that's a confluence of luck and hard work, I think. Oh, that's, absolutely. That's yeah. now when you when you went to start it, was it quit your job, jump, jump in deep end, <laughs> or did you just kind of continue with your old job as well? So with my job, I actually quit it and did one of those like, um, have you ever watched Half Baked? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know that exit? That was kind yeah. of me. And then okay. like F you, F you, F you. You're cool, I'm out. Um <laughs> Wow, you Yeah. We, I, had a, I had a very candid like ceiling conversation with my boss at the time and it was so disheartening and so upsetting I was just like I can't I'm not going to do this anymore I'm not going to work for people who don't support or want to nurture someone that's that puts a lot of sweat equity into what they do you know they they walk into a company feeling like it's theirs no matter if they sweep the floor or if they're the CFO and to me that culture was just was unacceptable at that point yeah so I actually ended up quitting my job and came home like so now what do I do? Like, I have to figure this out. Wow. So you you had nothing like content wise prepared at that time. No, no. And I, I hadn't fully subscribed to or committed to making that a concerted effort. Um, when I first quit, I leaned on the fact that I built a really great reputation for myself and I could get a job tomorrow if I really, really wanted to have a job. Sure. But I wanted culture. I wanted to go to work every day and enjoy it and love what I do because aside from sleeping, it's the thing we do the most in our lives. Yeah. And there's no reason to subject yourself to that, that, that kind of torture. And like that's self-flagellation at that point. So I, I thought long and hard. <laughs> I want to, I want to quit. I'm listening to you and I want to quit. I know the more we do this, the more, God damn it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It was probably the most terrifying thing I've ever done. This I bet and going, I'm gonna commit to this, and knowing that I'd have to have that conversation like with my close friends and family and and neighbors because, I mean, yeah, you're gonna find out. Yeah, you're you're not you're not trying to hide it. Obviously, you've got hundreds of thousands of followers. So, (laughs) I mean, no, no, there's no point. It actually got out um, at my previous job, and oh, yeah, I knew I knew it was gonna happen. And at first, I was like, oh. No, but actually it was an outpouring of support for the most part, which I yeah. floored me because the company I worked for was very conservative Midwest, Midwestern. Okay. okay. So it was a little bit of a shock, but it, it was actually a pretty cool reception. I've heard some horror stories out there in the industry with other creators and yeah. I've been knock on wood, very lucky with the yeah. amount of support. Well, you know, and that's good to hear because it, it sucked. I mean, there's no place for negativity. Right. right. You know, if somebody, you know, if somebody doesn't like it, then move on to shut up and do what you do do what you like (laughs) a hundred percent like negativity in general makes me very uncomfortable it's not something i enjoy doing so when it's present like i'm not one to call somebody out and be confrontational but i i will irish exit really quickly because it's just i live by it it. yeah it's just too much for my universe yeah Yeah. so So. when you started was your first uh 
did you go right to OnlyFans or did you what cam first or was it solo or how did you I, start? I right off the deep end like right nice. right into OnlyFans, all, all the social media platforms like just right out of the gate like the kool-aid man just came right through <laughs> now to be fair you know i had folks like andy um who i'm friends with that helped to sherpa that and keep me sane um because i would probably like text her at, like you know midnight or 6 a.m the next morning like what have i done what is what is going on there how do i interpret this and like have you seen this before and how do you respond to that so I had someone oh. in my corner. So that made it a lot easier. Yeah. It, it, your support system is huge. Yeah. I love the, we've said this to other OnlyFans models that we've had on. I love the community that you guys have set up. Yeah. And like when you got, you guys will share each other in your stories and stuff. And I, I, I wish the podcast community would do that. Like we, everything feels like a, like a competition and you guys feel like you're all working together because yeah. you know, there's enough horny men that you'll all be fine. <laughs> And, and women that too but i, mean, I would imagine you have a very huge female base oh yeah as well you'd imagine i have a huge female base of, of fans as well following yeah. following i want to say i want to say it's probably i i did look at demographics okay that's the data um i want to say my it's it was in the high single digit percentages, which surprised me. I thought it would be closer to that one to 5%, but I think it was around eight, 8%. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I love how, I love how opposite you and Andy seem to be when we talk to her and she's like, <laughs> I just fly by the seat of my pants. I don't, <laughs> and you're, you're like, I got everything. <laughs> but I oh, love her. So together. yeah, we're, I think if like you melded us together, we'd be unstoppable. Honestly, <laughs> she's, she's she provides i'll use the word levity again but like she's fearless and she's one of the most gritty kind hilarious humans i've ever met so she kind of keeps me light and airy and and fun yeah um i i definitely have that more process driven data side to me so when we get together i feel like i could be almost more like her <laughs> like bring that <laughs> side out of me yeah sure sure so i'm curious and, and, Andy Unfiltered is my favorite human on the planet. <laughs> yeah, it was, I'm not going to, I was a little, it took me a second to get used to her in the interview because she was not what I was expecting. Like she was definitely what? more. <laughs> so it was great because yeah. I didn't expect her to have that sense of humor and be, so <laughs> I, was lying, I was, I was more flustered in that interview than I think I've been in any interview we've done. I, yeah. You said that afterwards. <laughs> yeah. She'll, um, yeah, she'll shock you a little. Yeah. yeah I was just thrown completely. Yeah. So you mentioned like <laughs> having to tell family and friends and, and neighbors and mm. stuff. And you said you have adult children. Yes. How, how is yeah. that conversation? I'm just curious how you <laughs> approach that. So, so I think, I think the, the adult children are kind of used to it because we never lied to them. Like okay. once we started putting ourselves out there with, you know, the other businesses and the podcasts um, regarding sex, we're like, look, this is what's happening. We don't want you to defend us, apologize for us, or be, you know, victims of whatever this could be. So let's have like a real conversation about it. And yeah. overwhelmingly, uh, again, are supportive. Um, they're all on board with it. Was Never that a check mark from them? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think my messages are turned on. That, that was now great that timing. Corporate, corporate world. Let me see if I can shut this down. That's all right. I loved it. It was such perfect timing. <laughs> it was. They're very supportive. <laughs> that was them. Um, yeah. I, I really haven't had an uncomfortable conversation 
telling people who we are and what we're doing. Um, I've had oh, a couple good. people ask and felt emboldened to kind of pry. And I don't necessarily subscribe to that. So I have to remind myself to be kind because this is something they're just fact finding because they're curious and they live a more sheltered life. Sure. So I try to be a little nurturing in the conversations because they just, they haven't lived the lives we've lived. So it's, there's a, there's a big Delta there. So. And you still have your, your shops. Yes. Yeah. So we still have, we still have actually two podcasts. Um, I have one with my husband and I have one with a hot wife friend of mine. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So she's an Australian name's Aussie Kate. Um, Brilliant human being. She's um, got a bit of wanderlust. She's from Australia. And when I met her, she was living in Singapore and then moved to the Netherlands. And now she's moving to another European country to to be decided. Like Like, yeah. Oh yeah. She's, she's a cool lady. She's got a multitude of amazing stories about her travels um very very cultured um so yeah so I have a podcast with her podcast with my husband and then we have um a sex toy store an e-commerce sex toy store okay and and the names of your podcast so um I have the hot wife diaries um and my husband and I have a casual swinger podcast okay and then the toy store is casual toys Casual toys. Okay. okay. Where did where are the Casual podcasts? Toys.com. Where are the podcasts? Are they like on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, okay. they're everywhere. So Spotify, um, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere you can find yeah. podcasts. We're on a temporary hiatus because we have so much going on with uh, my brand right now that we're taking a couple months off of that podcast. Sure. Um, but we'll be back on here in a couple months. Um, cool. I'm still doing the podcast with uh, Kate. We release uh, twice a month and that's kind of a different type of podcast than what I have with my husband. So this one's more of a kiss and tell about our escapades as it relates to this oh. creator space and just our general lives. So it's, it's a little hot to handle. <laughs> well, yeah. sounds perfect. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we want to push that one. Two, two new yeah. subscribers. Put a hiatus <laughs> on that podcast yeah so i've had i've had a few uh fans and subscribers come over from it and be like i heard this story and i need to know is there video evidence of it and most of the time there is so, oh yeah so <laughs> what a brilliant business model that is no kidding <laughs> but in the podcast on youtube no okay so we got kicked off of youtube really quickly um, <laughs> oh no very quickly bastards we didn't even get to post you know we're monetized now right calm down yeah if you're monetized you're fine you're fine (laughs) you're good but we got we got kicked off real quick i i think we're going to re-architect that at some point um because we've been asked to do uh video versions right because it's so commonplace now it's almost an expectation in the podcast side so it's something we'll, we'll revisit and see if that's something we can work out but she's you know cross continents too so we're trying to figure out how to keep that quality up Right. I sure. Yeah. Well, and that's what I'm envisioning, you know, as two beautiful women talking about their escapades was, would be yeah. awesome to watch. <laughs> a little bit of masturbatory fodder. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good fun. I mean, it's literally sitting there and listening on a conversation between two girlfriends. Everyone has done that. We've been at a restaurant. Two girls have had a bottle of wine and they're, they're, they're talking about the last guy they went out with. And yeah. I, I personally, I won't even, I'm not ashamed to say it. I enjoy listening to those conversations because they're real right. and they're exciting and fun. Why not? Why not share that? I, wanna, I, I totally agree. I wanna, o- oversipping whiskey, I assume. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, sometimes, 
sometimes it's an Irish coffee because the time difference, sometimes it's nine or 10 a.m. here when we're like <laughs> chatting and it's evening for her. So she may be on the wine. Yeah. But, yeah. I want, I want to start a band and name it Masturbatory Fodder. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I would totally listen to that. 100%. <laughs> I feel like that's the first time I've ever heard those two words combined. So that <laughs> We were just talking about spankbank.com. I think that's the fancy way to say spank bank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the nice way of saying I'm gonna whack off to this later. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I like it. I'm gonna use it. Yeah. No, you're not. You don't even know how to say it. you can't even say that. Well, I couldn't say I couldn't. I'm gonna have to practice. I'm horrible, so I'm gonna have to practice for a while, but it's got quite a few syllables. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a rule here on the podcast. He's not allowed to introduce any guests because he will get the name wrong every time. So <laughs> I I do it. I do it as well. Hell, yeah. I told I think we had um do you know who Holly Randall is? Absolutely. Okay, right? Like when it comes to her and her her mother, like they're legendary. Royalty. Yes. Her, and, and her father, mother and father yes, are legendary. Right? That that whole family. I've never been starstruck in my life, never really had a big reason to. So this was my opportunity. And I tripped up and started telling her about mailing potatoes, like during this conversation. Oh yeah. To like be an icebreaker, like totally like facepalm moment because I'd saw, I'd seen it earlier that week on, I think it was Shark Tank where they used to like put, like you can mail faces and like, like mail a potato to somebody. And when I finished telling her my anecdote about it, it was like, audible crickets and I'm like oh god she thinks I'm a moron <laughs> I look across the table and my husband's looking at me slack-jawed like I can't even I can't be responsible for this right now I couldn't stop that train that was on fire and imminently crashing like what are you doing you are on your own <laughs> oh yeah yeah so I'm with you I'm not allowed to introduce people either <laughs> okay that's okay. not there we go see so we have something in common you got to have teammates, you know, yeah, that's enough. Nice. You got to have somebody who's there for your weaknesses, you know, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, so where, where did with, with Holly, your experience with her, we would, where was this? So it was on our, um, it was on our casual swinger podcast and we wanted to talk about, cause she um, came on that podcast. Yeah. 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 Oh, fantastic. Yeah, she was pregnant at the time. Yep. Like pregnant, pregnant. So not that long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe two years ago, yeah. two and a half years ago. Yep. Um, yeah. And we just wanted to talk about taking flattering photos because there's so many women of all shapes and sizes out there um, that feel self-conscious about mm-hmm. having photos taken. I, at the time, I was one of them. It wasn't until I started taking my own photos that I started to have a greater appreciation for my body, my form, my my own idiosyncrasies and all these other things. So we wanted to bring light to that conversation. Who better to have that with than someone that photographs naked women for a living? True. Good. Does a phenomenal job at it. That is so creative, like just some simple tips and tricks. And she's so supportive of like giving a hand up and, and whatnot, especially to women in the sex industry period. So um, we reached out and she was just kind enough to say yes. I mean, I really wow. don't know what it was. She she was just really kind. You know, I it's, a, it's questions. 
it's a cool, amazing feeling, isn't it? Because we get the same feeling every time somebody says yes to us because we still haven't fit. Like we talked to playmates <laughs> that, you know, playmates that we wanked off to when we were in our masturbatory. <laughs> we're talking to our masturbatory fodder from our 20s. Like, yeah, what the fuck is this I, happening? <laughs> I have looked at your portfolio like you, like the playmates, like I'm like, I remember wanking off to them. <laughs> Holy moly. I think we just found the clip for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I, the thought of me and you banking up to the same woman is uh, just amazing. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel so proud. I don't know what it yeah, is. I, I never had that um, switch in my brain that said that was wrong or bad. Like, I was uh-huh. like, I thought I just won the lottery. I was like, men, women, like, I can have it all. The world is my oyster. Is This is the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's true. So you, you've always been into men and women. Pretty, yeah pretty much pretty yeah. from a, yeah from a young age yeah that's awesome yeah. yeah and that's the best of both worlds because i i, I wonder that i mean the women yeah. the, the the woman body is just so amazing and beautiful right. um how can you not want to touch it what yes. you don't th- you don't think dicks are beautiful i've seen yours so um Whoa, can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> uh, we've, we've been, been friends for a long time. We've been time. best friends for 15 years and yeah. So Oh yeah. It's inevitable. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I you but probably not- accidentally the first time, but now you just do it just to, you know. Yeah. So yeah, my, my I don't know that you can go ahead. Go ahead. No, you had a question. It seemed like you had a question. I I, I just don't know. Can you actually be best friends unless you've given each other a Spartan? Um you might have to explain Spartan, okay, but I got a fe- I was like, but I got a feeling it has to do with maybe jacking each other or, or something off at the same no, time. Oh no! So this is something like the guys would do. <laughs> it would guys would do it too. I think it was in college. Like they do it to each other and take pictures. It's when you have like your friend passes out on the couch and you stand over them and you put their balls on their forehead and then your penis down their nose, so it looks like a Spartan helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you it's going to happen now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't pass out first. (laughs) I mean, not to him, but I have done that. Not a Spartan, but I have put my balls on passed out people's heads. Yeah. See, how can you not though? If I, if I was in your position, I'd probably do the same thing. Well, (laughs) I'm just going now in my head. I want to, I want to pass out. Yeah, he he got the unfortunate event. My girlfriend accidentally sent him a dick pic of mine that I had sent her. She accidentally forwarded it on to him. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. And it was the highlight of my life. I'm not going to lie to you. When I found, I laughed so hard. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, good picture. It was from a weekend. We were away or something. I'd be like, hey, send me pictures from that weekend. And she's like, I'm going. Hey, there's this cock. Okay. Um, <laughs> found your new avatar. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. funny. Ah, uh, so good. Um, so oh, where do we go from here? You okay? No, where do we go from here? <laughs> women. Let's go with women. Let's go with women and you. And how do you? How do you? How do you come up with your your uh, content? What What do you? Being a planner, I guess, is what I'm going with. Do you plan it out? Um, and how comfortable are you? Go ahead. I'll, I'll do that one first. How yeah, do you plan yeah. it out? So, so as far as my content, you know, there's, there's different, you know, iterations of it. So I have like the standard, like social media content, the stuff that you produce for Instagram. It's different than the stuff you produce for Twitter. 
um, TikTok that's different from the content that you have behind that that paywall there. Yeah. So I, I try to make it cohesive so that I I'm being my my most true self that it's not a front because I'm I'm actually a terrible actress and a horrible <laughs> liar. Um, I've never been able to do either uh, in my entire life. So when I went into this, I was like, I gotta be me and all of me because I have to do this a lot. So when I'm producing content, I try to take it cradle to grave in some ways. So if I'm out doing something, you know, and I, I want to create like an Instagram reel because like the sun is and I look out and I have this really cute outfit on, I kind of, I don't know, kind of tell a little story about what I'm really doing in that moment and then make it specific to whatever I'm going to apply it to, whether that's behind the paywall or on Twitter or on Instagram. So I want to make it very specific to that platform and that audience. It's a lot of work. It is. It yeah. Is. The amount of content just on, on Instagram alone that you're, that you're putting out there. I mean, I, yeah, I was saying the same thing to Andy. Like we, you know, we put out like one thing a day, essentially we'll cut a clip and put it out as a reel. And on one account, like you, do you have, you have like three accounts as well, don't you? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, how many hours a day are you spending just, you know, dealing with content? Yeah. So it could be anywhere. Um, I mean, on a light day, six to eight, but also keep in oh. mind, I'm a, I'm a, I'm committed. I'm a workaholic. I would say on a law averages, I work seven days a week, about six to eight hours a day. Okay. Okay. You know, wow. Okay. That, that's content creation. That's posting. That's monitoring. That's responding to messages. I don't have an agency. So anything that I do respond to is always me. Yeah. Something I've been adamant about from the, from the, the start, maybe I'm a little bit of a control freak, but I'm all about authenticity. You know, what you see is what you get. I want to make sure that if you think I'm the right brand for you, I'm the right person for you. I don't want you to get there and be like, oh my God, WTF. Yeah, right. I have no idea who this person is. So well, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. 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 Put it out there. Um, yeah. That's for sure. So the, um, when you got into with Maddie and Andy, how was that first? Who, whose idea was it to collaborate together? So, Andy being the camp counselor and, and organizer, yeah. um, she actually, she married that idea together and kind of coordinated. She had been friends with Maddie for a while. She'd been friends with me in a while. We'd never had the opportunity to be in circles socially. So with them being creators and, and me new, I felt very, very grateful that I was invited in to at least give it a shot. And I'm not going to lie, like being as bisexual as I was, like I was a little intimidated going into it. And I'm like, oh my God, she's just as pretty in person as she is online <laughs> and like I know Andy I knew Andy looked like a Barbie doll like I, when I met her that's the first thing I, I thought I was like holy shit this woman's fucking gorgeous wow mm -hmm. so like I'm standing there and there's two of the most beautiful women I know and I'm like is this real life <laughs> <laughs> have I died and this is my version of heaven oh it would be mine yeah. so um <laughs> so, so that was was that the first time you met Maddie is before the scene or what yeah. did you get to be oh wow yeah, so we got to we, so we we were chatting we we had had some um text chats and social chats before that but like as far as meeting in person we met the night of the collaboration the first one and i i want to say it was almost it, it was just seamless it was effortless like we got along so well and it just kind of translated to the content too like there what i love about moments like that is like I had like there were I forgot that there was a camera rolling like sure. we were, I was so in the moment 
Oh, <laughs> and it shows. It, it just shows that you everyone was natural and they just enjoying yeah. themselves. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about what they do. What I do is it, it's very, it's very natural. It's very mm-hmm. genuine. Um, that's, that's not produced to the degree that some people might think it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a good uh, word to use. It's, gen, it's genuine and kind of mm-hmm. like you guys want a, a window into our, our night. Here you go. Yeah. Because yeah, 100% I would have done that without cameras rolling. No. <laughs> No yeah, question. I could, I kind of where I was that. going. Yep. See that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you'd say no to that. Uh, no. If I did, someone should have a, a full body scan done, especially this part. Have you? Uh, have you only done? Have you collaborated more than just the one time, or have you guys gotten together to do more content? So we, we've actually had um, two two opportunities to do okay. collaborations. Um, I actually haven't been back up in the area. It's a lot easier for me to co- go to them. Um, then trying to coordinate travel down here. Andy's come down here a couple of times, but she's um, got an easier schedule to do that um, with, you know, whatnot. But I'll probably, you know, we're in Nashville two to three times a year anyway. So I'm sure like when the confluence of all of that happens again, we'll we'll put something together because they're they're so amazing. And, you know, I won't speak for them, but I feel like we all had a good time. <laughs> yeah, I th- yeah, I think it's safe to say. It's safe to say. Yeah, there's, there's, there's either brilliant acting or, or everyone had a very good time. She's not a very good actress. She said no. that. Well, I know. I'm saying the other two, possibly. I mean, no. Terrible, terrible, horrible POW. Don't pick me. And how do you? How does the guy like? How does the lucky guy get to be the the patient or without the ner- like? How does the name get drawn out of the bucket? Is this because uh... I'm not feeling real well? <laughs> you, I have a, I have a temperature. <laughs> Are you talking about the one we did um, with the nurses by chance? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I have a fun little anecdote for that one. Good, good. So there's some T's and C's to what you can produce in certain platforms. They have rules and guidelines for the community standards. And one of them is you can't look like you're asleep or dead. And the first first intro, I'm trying to hold it together because one of the things Worst things that can happen is you look at me during a serious moment, you're done because I'm laughing and we're both done now. I'm yeah. not, again, not your person. So I'm already trying to kick it in. Andy had said something utterly hilarious as we're walking and I'm like, damn it, girl. <laughs> I'm trying to take it serious and we get there and we're standing next to bed and, and there's, there's Dave in the bed and we hear roll or shoot or go, whatever the word is. I forgot what the cue, but I look down and he's like this. <laughs> She leaned over. I was like, "You can't. You have to open your eyes. You can't. <laughs> we have to revive you." And it took like ten to fifteen minutes to like compose ourselves after that. Like, it was it was pretty funny. You got you guys got the, you guys got the blooper reel saved somewhere. So you uh, I hope so because I would totally pay to see that. And right? yeah. yeah, yeah, that could be a bonus you could release. But seriously, how does the guy get picked? <laughs> <laughs> So there's this lottery system that happens. Yeah, I was gonna say, can I sign up? How does this work? <laughs> Do we have to send a resume? I don't. I'm. I'm not sure. Audition tape. Uh, what's going on? You know, I get. I actually get that question a lot. And for me, I would never play with somebody that I wouldn't play with in real life. Sure, um, sure. That makes sense. So, yeah. So that's that's kind of the key. Because again, sticking to that that authenticity, being genuine. That's that's a, a real requirement for me um in this space uh because again if i'm gonna work this hard i'm gonna have fun doing it and i want it to come across as just that right right 
So, so when did you meet Dave? If that's, that's his, if it's Dave, no, just kidding. <laughs> Dave doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so I guess like Maddie, you, or you met her that day for the first time. Have you met Dave before prior to that? So Dave, Dave is Andy's husband. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That, that yeah. poor fella. Yeah, I know. He's got it. He's got a rough poor stunt cock. <sighs> Bless him. Uh, <laughs> rough life. I feel for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's all good um we do we do i put the i put the question do you have a question otherwise i'm gonna i was gonna yeah go before ahead. we before i forget because i forget there's my laps right there um so your content kind of going before he's the content of can't be sleeping or dead or whatever the case may be yeah. so do you is your same content on only fans the same as fansly because so i heard fansly is more lenient than only fans is what i, I have to and actually i just launched my fansly um in this last month because i i wanted to get used to the platforms and um the socials and really be masters of that one before i moved on to something else and i have sure. to say i really do enjoy the fansly as a platform um they do have different uh guidelines and standards and i guess you could say that they're a little more forgiving or a little a little more open to certain things like another thing is like bondage play so like in OnlyFans, i couldn't be restrained so if i wanted to do like handcuff me office or something i couldn't actually be handcuffed or tied to something oh um, okay i'm fancy i believe you're allowed to i was i was doing some research recently on that so well we had we had a guest on and she was a mechanic um and she could do things with her tools on fancy that she couldn't do on OnlyFans. yeah yeah Yeah. i've heard that so that's that's where I was wondering how that went. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Bondage, interesting. Yeah, and I don't know if it's a difference. I I don't know where Fansley's based out of from a demographic perspective, but I mm-hmm. think the the community guidelines for OnlyFans is because they're based out of the UK. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and they have oh. they're weird. Like because I'm I'm in the US, I do something called a twenty two fifty seven, which is a compliance form which just says, hey, I'm overage and I am of sound mind and willing to do this. Well, being in the UK, OnlyFans doesn't require that, but in the US, they do if you're a performer. Okay. okay. Like they don't require it for me to post, but if I ever had to provide documentation to a government agency, it's, it's probably something I should have on file for anyone that I collaborate with. Oh, sure. Okay. Wow. Yeah. There's yeah, it's weird when you start to think of there's actually business involved with it. It's not yeah. just, you know, like yeah, yeah. Like I really wish, like I've had a couple of people ask me, like, so if I wanted to, if I wanted to do it, what do I do? I was like, you you really have to like have a as a sound a, a good business perspective on this and have a mindset of not just protecting yourself, but treating it as a business. Because I'd love to tell you, you can take pictures of your feet and be super successful just by doing that one thing. But there's a lot that happens in the background. Yeah. Yeah. So is um so you mentioned bondage before. Is that something you wanted to get into with Fansley? So it's something that I'm kind of on a personal journey with myself. So it'd be nice to explore that and share it as I do. Okay. That's um, a good uh yeah, I mean, introduction a little, to Fansley. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a little scary to say that out loud and put that out into the universe, but it it's it is something that I'm I'm working with and very interested in and have a, had a recent good experience and awesome. would would like to maybe produce content that surrounds that. And we'll see, but I believe Fansley is the the only platform in my repertoire right now that would allow that. Okay, sure. would you um, 
on a personal level, do you have a personal fetish that you're willing to share? Well, that was a fan question. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> Fuck them. A personal fetish. I mean, the bondage and a little bit of the power play. So both impact play as well as like subdom play, but not mm-hmm. from like a dominatrix. Like I, I have a, I feel like I have a very strong personality. So I have enjoyed kind of letting that go and being a little bit on the submissive side for oh, something I've recently toyed with hmm. and I found interesting yeah. and a little enlightening. So I just want to explore that more and see if that's was just a novel experience because it was new and exciting. Yeah. Um, so that might be on brand. Yeah, it might be on brand for me because I'm all about the adventure. Like I will do anything once, twice for a good measure. <laughs> yeah. And that, but that third time is usually where I decide if this is going to be something I'm going to incorporate or if it was just fun for what it was. Okay. So, That's a good yeah. way to live life, actually. Yeah, I would imagine that going into the submissive role would be a good thing for, you know, I'm being somebody who's got everything under control and, you know, everything yeah. taken care of to just <laughs> let go and be, you know, be taken that way would be yeah. exciting. Oh, very, very much so. But conversely, like I thought about it, I'm like, you know, I could try the other side too, because that fits very well with my personality and I could yeah. actually like explore that and exploit that one sliver a little bit and see where that goes. But yeah. I haven't had that experience with the dynamic yet in my, my real life. Sure. So we'll see. Maybe I will. And we might be along for the journey. Absolutely. Yeah, you might. I get a front row seat. Who knows? <laughs> I'm subscribing tomorrow. Uh, I'm not fan. Only fans. It's not fansly. Okay. All right. It's a business expense. There you go. Oh my god! You do have the keys to the kingdom. I know. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. It is a right. This will be our first year doing business taxes, and I cannot wait to show up at the accountant and be like, oh. "Here's our all our OnlyFans subscriptions." Yeah. Honey, you can call me. And we can cry together. <laughs> next year <laughs> i just can't wait to see the, the look on the accountant's face like yeah what? Oh, i can't wait so, either i loved going to our accountant and going okay so this is what we're doing i'm just going to be transparent with you mm-hmm. i will be writing off a lot of lingerie so yep. like are you comfortable with that okay yeah so right up yeah. front you that's the way to yeah. do it yeah he's like more power to you absolutely it's part of the business yeah, yeah. <laughs> too bad you can't write off all your whiskey Oh, he said no. really? <laughs> well, you what, asked. I, okay. what if I use it in content? He said no. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering that we're going to, I'm wondering with us too, the same thing if we're going to be able to write off our, because alcohol is part of our podcast. It's so, very central to your brand. I would, right. I would argue that hard. Yeah. We're yeah. going to, we're going to. Yeah. It's because we yeah. obviously we spend quite a bit of money on, on alcohol. I mean, not as much as <laughs> your wall. <laughs> What do you guys, so what do, what do you guys normally drink? Like, what would you spend the most money on right now as far as classification of cocktail beverages? I am really into tequila all of a sudden. And that has grown from this podcast. I was never a tequila okay. drinker. And I've, I mean, just from having fan, or guests that drink tequila, I've gotten more and more into it. So right. I could definitely see myself going down a tequila, but I'm more of a, I don't drink a whole lot other than the podcast. I'm more of a, a weed user. So mm-hmm. So I don't, unless we're doing this, I don't really drink much, but, but yeah, yeah tequila. Any, anymore, yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, I certainly used to, but yeah. And, and I, I've always uh, enjoyed whiskey, but I'm, I like Irish whiskeys. Ooh. Have you tried, um, Lumavati? No. Okay. That came out of the Whistlepig distillery. It's oh. a little heated, but it's delicious. And plus it's a pretty bottle. So if you oh. find <laughs> it, I would, what? I'm a girl. I can say I, 
I love like it. Too. I've heard uh, of Whistle Pig. Yeah, they make a lot of good whiskey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're out say of the name again because I'm bad. It's called Luma Body. Luma Body. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll get. I'll look it up. Yeah, Absolutely. Also, yeah. I I dig it out of the upstairs, but. <laughs> And take me a minute. I'll take a picture and send it to you. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. I would love that. I'd love it. Yeah. Love good suggestions. Yeah, that um, and I think Powers is okay. another one that we keep around here. Pirate Powers Irish whiskey. Oh, okay. As far as whiskey, then I just want to ask you, uh, not Irish, but when I was at the Speakeasy, because we had remember we tried old Fitzgerald. Yes. Because my last name is Fitzgerald, Irish. Bob. Nice. But we had an old with Fitzgerald that was horrible. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was. But he said that was, he had a bottle of, I want to say 18, Old Fitzgerald 18, uh, that he said was one of his favorites. Oh. And I was, I'm like, Old Fitzgerald, because I saw it and I laughed at him and he, he he's like, that's one of my favorites. So I don't, have, do you, have you ever had Old Fitzgerald? I have not had Old Fitzgerald. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You want to go with the punchline? <laughs> I thought you were setting her up after for, if she wanted I to. <laughs> for me, because I am old. <laughs> but um. No, but should I like if I see it out in my travels? Should I try it? I I, I want to explore the bottle the, we had was shit. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. but it was not. It was, it was. I think they're just run of the mill stuff. So, yeah. and it was cheap. Um, but he made it sound like he it was the eighteen. So yeah, I'm I'm curious now. Now I'm curious. You didn't try it? Uh, no, because okay. we okay. we were having so many other drinks. It was just yeah. They, they were so like- good. I have to look into it because one of the things I love about whiskeys is the stories that are behind them. Yes. Um, like something I picked up uh, recently. And if you see it, I highly recommend you try it. It's called um, Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest? So Nathan Nearest Green was really the original master distiller for Jack Daniels. He was a former slave that came up uh, with what they called, I believe it's the Lincoln County process where they poured the distillate over um, the maple uh, smoked charcoal. Um, and he taught the, the Jack Daniels um, how to do that. And he didn't get credit for it until like 2019. So there's like wow. this whole story about it online. And it's fascinating. I, I won't bore you to tears with it right now um, and for your subscribers because they're probably going to tune out if I start going into that. But it, 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 is worth, it, is, it is totally worth a Google. And what I love is it's actually worth a sip too. Like it's yeah. phenomenal. Um, no, it- I'm going to tell you, there's no, you're not boring us. I don't think you're boring us. The, the one thing I, we really have found we love about this thing is when you talk to somebody and you, you go in thinking we're going to talk about this subject and then you end up over here. <laughs> and those conversations are typically the best yeah. part of the conversation. Not going to lie. I'm like, man, I can, I can really get off, off base here very quickly. When you guys like, no, we're just going to hang out and have some cocktails. I was like, whoo, it's going to be great. Or I'm going to be a total shit show. Like, I don't know. What? I'm going to, I'm going to propose this and I, we'd love to have you back, obviously. And we did talk to Andy. We'd love to have all three of you on at some point, but we would love to do an episode with you and just do like, you tell us four or five whiskeys to try and just do like a, a whiskey flight. And Can just... I do it in lingerie? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you may. Change approved. <laughs> I don't know if anybody watched Cougar Town, but yes. <laughs> Change approved. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I don't. If that gets us kicked off YouTube, I'm fine with it. We, can, we don't, we don't can, really make any money anyway. Can we be in lingerie as well? Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Speaking of new kinks. Yes. Yeah. Boy, boys in lingerie. 
<laughs> or wearing lingerie the boys buy that sounds hot there you go yeah. well i'm thinking we need if I we're gonna do, have... if we're gonna do this and i want to then we would maybe send her some lingerie I was gonna say, to I wear for the podcast wish, one of those wish lists out there somewhere yeah yeah huh? actually on my casual choice site so, there you go see you go. yeah i got it written down uh, <laughs> all right i got a I got a, since you're a, uh, a seller of sex toys, what should I get uh, the, the woman for Valentine's Day? Is there, <laughs> is there a new, something new and fabulous in the sex toy world? There's so much wonderful things out there in the sex toy world. Uh, for me personally, I'm a big fan of the clit stimulators. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that is a, a bundle of nerves that, oh, <laughs> blessed be. That <laughs> um, just, it's like the Energizer Bunny and they just keep going and going and going. Um, I have um, a toy that I, I just love. It's called the Womanizer Premium. Um, it's a clit stimulator. And what it does, it's air displacement. So it kind of feels like a sucking okay. motion, but it's not. It's very unique. Um, they actually discovered the technology by toying with aquarium uh, pumps. Wow. So it's, okay. It's a patented technology. And also what I love about it is if you take some time to get from point A to point B, which most women do, um, it's got an ergonomically designed feature where it kind of lays in the palm of your hand very easily. So you don't have like that wrist fatigue that happens if you like to apply a lot of pressure or a little pressure and you have to hold it stable. Sure. Um, it, it's, it's not cheap. I think it runs about 200 bucks, maybe 160, 170 on sale. Um, but it's totally worth it. Mine have like 280,000 miles on them. <laughs> uh, it's, it's definitely a fan favorite here. And I, and I have the benefit of, of playing with a, a, as many toys as I, I want to. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you, gonna gonna ask, you, you gotta, you gotta test drive everything. Right. So if somebody comes yeah. in and says, how is it? Yeah. You yeah, gotta no. be able to know. Yeah. No, my life doesn't suck. Um, <laughs> there's also one um, and I'm going to forget the name of it but it's a vibrating seat pad. So you can set it on a chair and it it's a clit stimulator, but it's a, it's a vibrator and also has a little nub that kind of stimulates the vulva a little bit too. Mm. Um, and you can put it on the couch, the chair, a bar stool, like whatever you're comfortable in. So it's kind of like a, a portable rideable in some description, but sans penetration. So it's mostly like an external stimulation. That, that one's really cool. So is that now I'm going to just refer to your only fans and I'm going to call it what you call it the fuck machine. Now, yeah. <laughs> when you did that or fucking fucking machine, I apologize. Yeah. yeah. So with all your toys, that was that was the first time you tried it? That it was 100% the first time I ever tried that toy. So that was a called a Motor Bunny Buck and they the original <laughs> Motor Bunny had like the penetrative part would do this a little okay. bit fine ish but it wasn't where like my my orgasms lived um but the buck that had the um what is that called there's a there's a fancy word for it that is slipping my mind now that I'm almost through my glass of whiskey <laughs> have you um, noticed that the the syllables in my words have decreased as I've drank more a little bit yeah I, throw that out there we, right. we appreciate that I'm very used to it he doesn't have the nickname <laughs> mushmouth for no reason so <laughs> so but the fact that it actually it could actually be I was fascinated and a little intimidated by but I, I wanted to try it and I figured why not because at the end of the day if the video didn't come out well or whatever I don't have to post it it's not right, like it's right. 
Right. Um, but it was such an intense experience. I was like, I, I think I feel like I have to share this because it was crazy. Oh, and bless I, you. I know. Well, <laughs> I, in my judgment, like I brought the attachments and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this one. And then I looked at it. I was like, holy shit, was this a good idea? Are we sure about this? Like having that internal conversation. And as it turns out, it was, but I was, I intimidated myself at first. Sure. That's yeah. got to be, a, you know, for your test drive, everything, videotape it, you yeah. watch it, doesn't look good. I'm going to yeah. delete it. But yeah. fuck that, that I got to put that on. So yeah. Yeah, it was, it was hot. It was fun. Um, I did at the very end, I thought I was going to end up collapsing because it has a oh. dial mechanism for um, both the vibrating and the penetrative. And I accidentally like yerked it a little <laughs> bit too far and I, my back is to the camera. Thank God. Cause I went cross-eyed and like, God, I can't even imagine what my face looked like, but it was, a, it was a lot. It got me there. Like, I think my brain knew better than, or my fingers knew better than my brain did at that point. So ah, subconsciously did Yeah. What it, what yeah. you needed to do. Apparently. So it was like, you know, Jesus took wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. It does seem like the perfect life. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It really oh, yeah. I'm I'm probably the happiest I've I've ever been, to to be perfectly honest. And you know, and that that's makes, what it's all about. It makes us so happy to hear that. Yeah. Okay. You know, because it shows you're you've constantly smiled, you've been a joy. It's just sharing has been amazing. You're Aww. you're just a pleasure to talk to. Oh, now I'm blushing and sweating. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Well done. All, all facts. All facts. So smooth this one. <laughs> Bonus points. Pulls it off even with that hideous mustache. Ah, yes. <laughs> I went with a porn mustache this week. Did you? Nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So yeah. Why not? Somebody's got to pull it off. Just for the hell of it. Something to do. All right. Just don't be peeking over fences. You might get phone calls. Right. Right. You know what? We... I don't think we had any good enough fan questions to worry about because this was a good conversation. I don't want to ruin it with the fuck the fans, <laughs> fuck the fans. This is all about us. Yeah, you know, like like we got like we got with and with Miss Andy when we Mrs. Andy when we put it out there. Most of the questions were like, "How big are her tits? Will she fuck me?" Oh, that you know, like Jesus <laughs> Christ. We have I have some interesting fans out there, very unique in their perspectives. Once in a while, I'll get like, "How long's your big toe?" or something like that. <laughs> but that's their fetish. Yeah, 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 for sure. Never thought so, about measuring my big toe, but let's go. Okay. Um, do you, is that a good part of you? Do you enjoy that part of it, talking with the fans? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love everything from like the, like if they just want to like a normal day-to-day -day conversation, like messaging to even some of the, the stuff that, you know, could be a little jarring just because you haven't had like exposure to it before. Um, I, I love the full gamut of it. And it's again, why I want to keep that, that genuinely like be able to respond to all my messages every time because awesome. I, I get a lot out of it too. I can only imagine you must get a ton of messages. I mean, it, it's gotta be tough to keep up. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I, I check my messages multiple times a day, a couple times at night, just to make sure I'm, I'm keeping up with it. Um, cause the same person may message three times that day, or they may message once in three days or once that week. And I want everyone to feel like they're getting the same amount of attention. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is that through the uh, both? Yeah, uh, your both of your OnlyFans because you do yeah. have the free one, and then you have the paid, you know, so, VIP one. Yeah, so the free one, um, I have it set up to where because it, I was inundated 
uh, fairly early on and I had to make a decision. So on my free side, it's kind of a pay to play. Like they have to tip, yep. not yeah. a lot. They have to tip to, to have a conversation, which yeah. okay. that, that okay. does happen. But from a volume perspective, it's not as high as, as my, um, uh, paid page is, yeah. but same thing in Fansly. Like I respond to all of my messages myself. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I assume I assume you have more positive than negative. I mean, there there has to be a few that you're. Yeah. Yeah, I think I tried to mentally prepare myself for a different split of the negative versus. Yeah. Positive, and I'll I, I use negative loosely. Um, it's actually been a very overwhelmingly positive experience. That's it's awesome. Great to hear. If your love love language is the affirmation and praise, like this is the spot to be in, for for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And and are you able to block people? I'm assuming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and okay. to be fair, I've only had to do that one time ever. There was a That's guy. That's good odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very good odds. One guy recently was trying to dox me. So, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was <sighs> that was interesting. So yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Eh, people can't just let know, people live and no shit. I don't know. The only thing I can walk away from that with is pity. You know, wow. Yeah, right. like, there, there's something really, really awful about your existence that encourages you or you have a deep desire to have that kind of impact on somebody to really go out of your way to do something like that. And I mean, obviously I can't stop you. That's out of my control. It sucks and it makes me angry and I want to get a chicken neck and tell you all about yourself, but it's not going to change the outcome. So. <laughs> His name wasn't Clifton French, was it? No, but I, don't, I actually don't know for sure. Um, I believe he is he is in this state. Yeah, yeah that's we all. Had, uh, we've had we've, we've had uh, we've had Sarah Jury on. She's an OnlyFans. She was a teacher who was fired for mm-hmm. being on OnlyFans, and the and the guy that outed her, his name is Clifton French, and we like to rip on him as much as we can. He's, so. a, he's a douchebag yeah. with a really really small penis. <laughs> okay, well, fuck Clifton French. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, actually, nobody fucked Clifton French. Yeah, leave it. Yeah. Make him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. We loved it. This was so much fun, and we can't wait to do it again. Yes, please. I would love to. This has been a ton of fun. If you just want to call and have a drink sometime off camera, let's go. Awesome. Right. Let's awesome. You, your knowledge of whiskeys is <laughs> astounding. Right? Astonishing. So I, I just, uh, I could pick your brain uh, all night. Oh, you're more than welcome to. Well, tell, awesome. every, tell everybody where they can find you so we can yes. get some new subscribers. Oh, all way. right. Yes, I, I will make it really easy. You can find me at uh, mrsmilford.com. That's um, M-R-S-M-I-L-F-O-R-D.com. Awesome. So go yeah. do it. It's worth it. And, and through there, you can go to all your podcasts and your, yeah. your store. Okay, great. I yes. want to make sure because... Yeah, my social's up there. My VAP experiences are up there. Yeah, I, my podcast isn't up there yet because we're only like six or eight episodes in. Okay. So. I'll have to integrate that into the website, but you can find us as Hot Wife Diaries on um, most platforms that have podcasts. Cool, cool. I'll put it in the description too. People will be able to find it. Thank you. I want to listen. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks, you guys. You too. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you. (laughs) You Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here.
ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's no, that's just my, dad. my name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big on this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid.